Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ES Audio. Hello, I'm Mark Blunden. This is the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily in honour of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. We're remembering the Queen and her commitment to the fields of advancing British scientific endeavour from the year DNA's double helix was discovered to the birth of the internet. And also the opening of Calder Hall in Cumbria. All of us here know that we are present at the making of history. The world's first large-scale atomic power station. Within the span of a few generations, our way of life has been transformed beyond anything our forefathers could have imagined. In the post-war era, the Queen was a fervent supporter of increasing the number of university-educated scientists and engineers, but she also had an interest in London's museums, showcasing our research excellence. Here's the Queen opening a new building at Imperial College London in 1969. One of the least formal of these visits to this great scientific complex must have been the occasion before the last war when my grandmother, Queen Mary, brought me and my sister to see the Science Museum, whose library I look forward to seeing this afternoon. I shall never forget the pleasure and interest of that visit. So as the United Kingdom pauses to remember the Queen, we celebrate her very special links to one of London's most august scientific institutions, the Royal Society, where she was patron. We're joined by Keith Moore, the Royal Society's Head of Library. Keith, of course the clue is in the name, but could you tell us a little about why the Royal Society is so named? The Royal Society is the National Academy for Science for Britain, and it was created in 1660 by a group of 12 fellows. They immediately tried to enlist Charles II's support for the organisation, which he gave, and that's where the royal bit of the Royal Society comes from. It's the Royal Society of London for Improving Natural Knowledge. And since Charles, the monarch, has been the royal patron of the Royal Society. And uh, therefore, when Queen Elizabeth II acceded to the throne, she became uh, the Royal Society's patron. As he gently lowers it, a great shout is raised from the congregation. The word has gone forth, the Queen is crowned. 
What were some of the medals awarded by the Queen to your members after her coronation in 1953? The first Royal Medal for Engineering that the Queen gave was to Sir Henry Charles' husband, who worked on the design and construction of the Jodrell Bank radio telescope. And of course, uh, that kind of astronomy was quite new in the 1950s, although non-optical astronomy is very familiar to us now. In 1956, Dorothy Hodgkin uh, received a Royal Medal for her work on the structures of penicillin and vitamins and so on. So these were, were kind of new branches of science. And when you, when you consider you know, the breadth of activity in, in, in those years, the James Webb Telescope has just shown us some uh, images of planets outside our own solar system. In the 1950s, we didn't know there were planets outside our solar system. It gives you an idea of, of, of the changes. And you could think of things like Crick and Watson's elucidation of the structure of DNA, work on black holes by Roger Penrose and, and, and others, and just the whole technological changes around Tim Berners-Lee's World Wide Web, which we all use today, but in, in the 1950s, uh, not even heard of, of course. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Your Royal Highnesses, Fellows, Lords, Ladies and Gentlemen. On behalf of the Royal Society, it's my privilege to welcome Your Majesty, our Royal Patron. Keith, how is the Royal Society Royal remembering the Queen at this time of national mourning? We've opened a book of condolence for our fellows and staff to sign and, and visitors, scientific visitors to the building, so that will eventually go to the palace as a mark of respect. And uh, I believe the society will be represented at the funeral. So our executive director, Dr. Julie Maxson, will attend, I understand. We've got small exhibits uh, going on in the building here. Visitors will, will be aware of the connection. What are your memories of the Queen attending the Society's 350th anniversary celebration on the South Bank in 2010? The Queen supervised events on the stage, so there were uh, readings uh, by Melvin Bragg, amongst others. We have laid before us on that table, the very table on which Robert Hooke did some of his early experiments in the 1660s. So imagine it crowded with the earliest microscopes and Hooke doing the experiments and Newton and Wren and all those around him. So there was a, a formal event 
attended by many fellows of the Royal Society. So in the uh, theatre on the South Bank, there, there's probably the, the largest gathering of scientific brains for, for quite a long time. The Charter Book is symbolic of the long history of a society containing, as it does, the signature of nearly every scientist who has been a fellow. Shortly, Prince William will be admitted as a royal fellow and will add his signature to that book. My generation will have to engage with science more fully, perhaps, than any that has preceded it. It will be through science, after all, that the world will meet and overcome the challenges of climate change, food security, water scarcity and pandemic disease. Afterwards, there were tours for members of the royal family to interesting pieces of science that were uh, being displayed. And uh, uh, Martin Rees escorted the Queen to see, including other things, some things from our collection. So, for example, uh, we took over the first reflecting telescope designed by Sir Isaac Newton uh, and some other uh, things from our archives. So the Queen was shown these objects and uh, was very gracious with Lord Rees. How will Queen Elizabeth II's patronage be transferred to King Charles III? And what is the loyal address? What happens next is that the Royal Society presents a loyal address to the monarch. Uh, and in that loyal address, it would request the patronage of the new king. And uh, there would be a, a delegation uh, of uh, the officers of the Royal Society, and we hope that uh, King Charles III will grant his patronage to the Royal Society, and that tradition will continue. Loyal Address is, is an embellished document, but yes, it's a, effectively a piece of paper, and that will accompany, certainly last time, that accompanied a delegation to uh, see the king. We await the protocol for uh, this current monarch, of course. It's been a long time since we've done this. That was Keith Moore, Head of Library at the Royal Society in London. You've been listening to a special edition of the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily. We'll be back on Tuesday at 1pm. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. 
Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.